The Feminist Coach Academy podcast is proudly supported by Perk Digital, helping professional and entrepreneurial women amplify their message, build their body of work, and leave a legacy through podcasts. For more information about how podcasts can help you build your brand, visit perkdigital.com.au. Welcome to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast, where inclusive feminism, business, and coaching meet. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the co-founders of the Feminist Coach Academy, Naomi Arnold and Cameron Aaron. We are feminist life and biz coaches, both passionate about helping coaches, therapists, helping professionals, practitioners, and entrepreneurs integrate a feminist lens and perspective into their businesses, life, and client practice. On this podcast, we plan to help you do so. Now let's get started. Hello, thank you for joining me. In this new episode, we're going to look at power from a different angle and from the perspective of a different theory. We'll be exploring what Laura S. Brown, who has an excellent book on feminist therapy, calls the four domains of personal power. I'll pop a link to that book in the show notes too. I think it is such a great read for anyone who is in a helping profession, whether you're a therapist or not. Now, as the name of the framework implies, a feminist therapy conceptualizes personal power into four domains. So they are one, somatic power, two, intrapersonal and intrapsychic power, three is interpersonal and social contextual power, and four is spiritual and existential power. If you get Laura's book, you will find a great table that breaks those down into the different domains and what they mean. Now, these domains do not operate in isolation. They, of course, interact with one another and are in relationship with one another, which you can read more about and see in the book as well. But in summary, in feminist therapy, power isn't conceptualized as simply having control over people or resources. It instead focuses on identifying the areas where systemic oppression and patriarchies and social forces show up and lead to people experiencing power or powerlessness. We'll go through those four domains in a bit more detail shortly, but you will see that these social forces can show up in each of the domains as we talk through them and how understanding this can offer individuals and helping professionals a lens through which we can become more aware of these and perhaps uh, begin to work through them or help our clients work through them in some way. In feminist therapy, the therapist works in co-creation with their client to identify and practice strategies that might invite or encourage or support liberation or empowerment. So for a feminist therapist, 
in order for liberation or empowerment to occur, one needs to be aware of and also analyze the social structures and systems that are contributing to or are upholding powerlessness or disempowerment. As you might know, I'm a life and business coach with a background in psychology. So this is something that I try to be aware of in my coaching as well. So even though the theory I'm sharing with you stems from feminist therapy, I think if we can use our critical thinking skills and contextual analyses, that we can also apply this to the work of coaches and helping professionals and also in our individual self-work too. So having an understanding of these domains and of how social factors can influence self and our lives can be really useful. Now let's focus on each of the domains of personal power, starting with somatic power or what Laura S. Brown also calls the biological realm. In this realm, we examine personal power in the context of one's connection with their body. Now, in feminist therapy, it is argued that despite what we've been socialized to believe, power in the body does not require the ability to see, hear, walk or talk. A powerful body isn't necessarily strong or physically fit. It's not necessarily free of pain or illness in accordance to this theory. Instead, somatic power or empowerment in the biological realm is related to moving toward a sense of compassion for the body. It's about our spiritual relationship with embodiment. It can also involve examining whether we feel a sense of acceptance about our body shape and size or whether our body feels like a safe enough space to be in. And this will obviously be different for different people. For some people, it might be a journey toward accepting their body as it is. Whereas for others, if the shape, size or sex they were assigned at birth makes them feel unsafe, for them, changing the body might act in service to feeling that sense of safety. In this realm, we might also look at whether we feel connected to bodily desires like food, rest, comfort, sex, whether we have access to the means needed to feed those desires, whether the way we do that aligns with our values, whether they require or don't require harm to ourselves or others. So what it means to feel empowered in the biological realm will be different from person to person, as I mentioned before, but it is ultimately about moving toward a feeling of compassion and advocacy for your embodied experience. The next domain is intrapersonal power. This realm focuses within, so knowing and being aware of what one thinks and feels. 
Holding intrapersonal power means being able to use thoughts and feelings as a useful source of information about what is happening. It means an ability to focus on current feelings and recognize how they're different to past feelings or potential future feelings or experiences. It also means being able to feel intense or powerful emotions and channel or regulate those in effective ways, you know, self-soothing as necessary and in ways that don't harm yourself or others. It might also mean being able to critically examine your thoughts and the thoughts of others, feeling comfortable in changing your mind as you learn more or as new data becomes available. And it can mean finding ways to access information coming from one's inner knowing or intuition and also being able to search for and find sources of information that might assist or expand your knowing or capacity. So this domain primarily focuses on relationship with self, with inner thoughts and feelings and knowings. The next domain is interpersonal and social contextual power. So this realm focuses on your relationship with others. Experiencing power in this realm means recognizing that you don't control others or the world at large and that there are limits to what you can control and to power as well. People who feel empowered in this realm are capable of forming relationships that work more often than not, and they can create and sustain intimacy with others, but they're also able to differentiate themselves from others and and not lose themselves within others there too. They're discerning about who they relate with and are what some would say are wise or accurate in their assessments of people in this sense too. They can forgive people and themselves for their humanity, but they also don't forget and they work to protect themselves from those who make them feel emotionally or physically unsafe. When they're in relationships with people who are problematic or toxic or dangerous, they're able to decide to end those relationships and they can work through conflict when that is needed or when that is safe to do so too. They also tend to more consciously enter relationships. So they tend to enter relationships by choice rather than by accident. But of course, they also welcome opportunities for new encounters and experiences too. So this domain primarily focuses on relationships and dynamics with others. The final domain is spiritual and existential power. So in this realm, powerful people have systems or beliefs or capacities for meaning making that enable them to feel a sense of well-being and comfort and they can draw upon those, especially during really challenging times. They are socially aware and can integrate social contexts and their impact. 
they have a sense of culture and heritage and can integrate this with their identities and their understandings of self in a way that feels aligned to who they are. Even though they have a sense of reality, they can also access their capacity for fantasy and for creativity as well. So they are the four domains of personal power, according to Laura S. Brown and feminist therapy. Now, they might be interesting in themselves and you might have resonated with parts and you might have felt tension with other parts. I know that when I was reading and learning about these four domains that I felt like a whole mixture of emotions and a range of questions emerging. But I think the part that gets really interesting about feminist therapy, which I don't think I'll be able to teach or talk about in one short podcast episode is that it then interrogates those domains through the lens of what causes disempowerment. So how does patriarchy and oppression and socialization and the isms impact each of those domains and individuals' experiences within them. So in feminist therapy, it is assumed that oppressive systems and structures intentionally and unintentionally disempower almost all people in one or more of those domains that we were just talking about. So in this sense, the domains of personal power are aspirational. They're something that many of us aspire for, but due to reality may not be able to fully realize. However, feminist therapists would likely be quick to point out as well that part of the patriarchal system is to make us feel a sense of powerlessness. So to remain in this trance or this state of believing that things can't be transformed So even though they acknowledge that personal power is aspirational when it comes to being achieved across all of those domains, feminist therapy also aims to acknowledge that self-awareness combined with social awareness can transform our experiences. And this is where the domains of personal power can assist us in analyzing those different areas where we experience powerlessness, what we've been taught to believe about those areas through socialization and systemic oppression, and what we might be able to do to begin to transform some of those areas. I will direct quote Laura S. Brown here now as they summarize this really well. Okay, so feminist therapy subverts and interrupts the trance of powerlessness by inviting its participants to notice where and how greater power and a more liberatory way of relating to their social realities and their struggles is actually available to them. This is where we can then examine through a new lens what small powerful action or reframing or tweak or healthy thought we can make to move toward feeling more empowered. 
There is so much more that we could talk about here. I feel like we're just scratching the surface, which is why I really recommend that you get Laura S. Brown's book, Feminist Therapy, if you're interested in learning more and unpacking the now what or the what if or the yeah but in in some of what I've mentioned here about feminist therapy. And also, of course, stay tuned. enjoyed Naomi's episode talking about the domains of personal power um, from a feminist lens. And if you are a coach or a healer or a therapist or any helping professional and you want to learn how you can actually apply our creation of feminist coach theory into your practice and your business, then make sure you go to www.feministcoachacademy.com. We have an amazing program for you with diverse guest teachers teaching on a variety of topics related to feminism, coaching, and your business. And we have integration calls to help you really integrate what you've learned into feminist coaching, as well as some other helpful resources for you. So check it out. You can join our current classes that are part of our pilot round now. You can totally join us now for those. Some of them you'll get the replay for because they've already happened. And some of them are still yet to go live. So you will be able to join us live. Go to feministcoachacademy.com to learn more. We would love to have you. Thank you for listening to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes or your platform of choice and share it with your friends on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook under the username and hashtag Feminist Coach Academy. And finally, head on over to www.feministcoachacademy.com to access our podcast show notes as well as our feminist classes and free resources. We would love to continue being in community with you.